If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain 20's podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Did you miss us? Did you? We've been gone for two weeks. We've been gone for the longest ever in three whole years. The longest Um, ever in three whole years. And partially was not on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Actually was not at all on purpose. Not at all. You guys, we truly like we recorded episodes for you. We just kind of sounded like we were underwater and that was unacceptable for us. (laughs) No, we were just like, we can't, we can't put this out. No, but we were here. We missed you. Um, and we're happy to be back. Yes. And I feel like everyone was kind of like on break over the past two weeks, like not really doing their normal scheduled programming. So we can all be back together. We'll recap. We'll go over it all. A lot has happened in the past two weeks and we have New Year's things to talk about. It's our annual New Year episode. Mm-hmm. And here we are. We're back. I'm excited because I I missed you everybody i missed you everybody um (laughs) we we really did and i feel like we look forward to this episode for so many reasons and especially getting to record it now where we're like actually in the new year and actually in it um it's cool to to reflect on obviously the past year but also what's to come what's to come so welcome back roaring 20s people are probably like i didn't even notice you guys were gone (laughs) people are like we didn't miss you at all well i missed you okay and i'm happy to be back i need to talk i need to talk to you at you (laughs) out loud (laughs) literally we were in the air we were in we i flew for 13 hours yesterday hence my exhaustion um and we were we finally got off the airport off the the seat my brain's not working off the plane um in LA and I said something to Nathan and like I was like making fun of him and he was like I'm not talking to you anymore and then I was like I don't need you to talk to me like I could literally talk at you for hours and I'm entertained 
You're like, that's all I need. I don't even I was need like, to you respond. just need to stand there. I don't need any response. I can literally entertain myself forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But that's what we podcasters do. Yeah, we know how to talk. We know how to vamp. We really do. It's we a skill. Really, really, it is. It is. Um, but anyway, before we get into the, all the New Year's stuff, I feel like we have to address the elephant in the room. There's an elephant. It's huge. It's, it's shiny. <laughs> It's gorgeous. <laughs> the elephant. See, I get so embarrassed. Why are you so? She's so embarrassed right you now. I think it's. She's smiling so big and she's hunching in her seat and she's I red. Am, I really am. Well, because here's I have such a problem with like ever seeming inauthentic. And it's crazy because I'm like, I have talked probably more about how happy I am in my relationship and how fulfilled I am and how grateful over the past like year and a half than ever before like mm-hmm. super openly and super genuinely you but have. I have such like a a thing about people thinking I'm like not genuine or that mm-hmm. I'm bragging mm-hmm. and yeah. it makes me like dim even the things that excite me the most oh I, I feel that on a very palpable level for sure right yeah so it's crazy because listen I've declared to myself I'm like I'm not gonna dim my light but it's the weirdest thing because like when it's out of protection for other people even though they didn't ask you to protect them it's Mm. like so weird (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah truly I feel you interesting but I'm not gonna let you do that right now I would like for you to make your announcement you're gonna make me announce yeah I'm gonna make you announce (laughs) Jellia. Announcement. I hate when people do that on Instagram. Like, I have an announcement. I know. <laughs> it feels like the morning announcements. I pledge allegiance. Um, but I am giving you the space for an announcement. We want <gasps> this one. Okay. I just feel like it's a weird way to announce something. But anyways, um, so very unexpectedly in the sense of like, I truly was blindsided in the best way. <laughs> because if you guys we're in the room for conversations I've had with my best friends, Julia included on her visit to New York about just like our future and relationships. No fucking way did I have even a hint of hint that Chris was going to propose a, two weeks ago. <laughs> but he did. And I'm so She's happy. She's engaged. She's engaged. is engaged. Like oh, what? My God. Okay, so as much as I know we want to talk about it right now and everyone wants to hear all the stories and like blah, 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 we're going to save that for next week. So like we're making you wait, anticipation, tune in next week for the Brenda engagement episode in which we'll talk about the like how it happened, what she was feeling, what she's feeling now. We're going to get Chris on, her fiance, for a 10-minute session to tell us his perspective on like being the man in the or or the proposer sorry all genders being the proposer in the relationship we're gonna get down and dirty into all things engagement um so that's next week tune in next week so excited but I feel like in this like roaring 20s thing that we do about like going through your 20s this is gonna be a very new interesting chapter for our show I really think so too. I do, especially with like not um not to make it about me. Not no, no. I feel like not out of I don't know. It just it it's so silly because I feel like people do say, You've been you've probably been planning this your whole life. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like I haven't been planning this my whole life. 
Um, not because I don't want this, of course I do, but I just like was like, I'm not sure when it's gonna happen. So like I don't want to plan in case I'm I don't know, things change. I also um, think that like hot take. Hot take. People me. that like like yes, I think it's one thing to like and we can get more into this next week. Yeah. But I think it's one thing to like, you know imagine or envision like things that you might want or like an idea of your wedding but I think anyone that's like seriously doing planning before an engagement is high key crazy I just think that so much can change I don't even mean within the relationship I genuinely like your own personal opinion yes like what you just think about how much we've changed in the past year like I'm so glad that I didn't think of like all these other things because they would have changed like so many other of my opinions um no that's crazy you cannot plan a wedding before you're engaged don't do it it's a lot of it's a lot of pisses um but I agree I think it's gonna be so cool and already just over the past couple weeks like I just I feel like it's opened so many new like little doors in my brain that I'm like I can't wait to dig into those we'll dig in soon enough yeah no but I just feel like you know we have evolved so much from when we started this show three years ago three years holy crap almost three years holy crap when we started this show three years ago and when's our anniversary is it soon February 4th oh my god we have to have a party um (laughs) from when we started the show three years ago and we've went through so many iterations of life and like steps of life of like being in your 20s and obviously that's what the whole show is about and like this is just you know some people do get engaged in their 20s or married and like it's and if you're not there that's fine too um I'm not there um but it is like such a significant part of su- of some 20 year old and it's like going to be really interesting to like then explore like that chapter of being in your 20s and it's just like like that's what our show is about like whoa this decade's so crazy and like as it unfolds I still feel like whoa this decade's so crazy a hundred percent I so agree it's crazy it's crazy um but anyway Tune in next week for engagement episode. I'm really going to just be like interviewing Brenda, basically. So <laughs> get ready, Brenda. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for that next week. And now it's time for Pride and Pickles. You can Whoa. share a couple Prides and Pickles since we have like two weeks of episodes to make up. We do. Okay, I have to gather them i'll just start talking and something yeah you out. can do like a couple um, prides a couple pickles before we get into all new year stuff because we need to like debrief on the past two weeks we do we do okay so i'm gonna start with pride um my pride is that i just feel so supported like i really do feel so supported by people in my life and i guess it's it's weird because i don't think there are some things that like you actively think about but in terms of like our relationship like i just felt so loved and supported and um just so many people making us feel loved and feeling happy for us and that just meant so much um so that was very beautiful beautiful it was so beautiful that's beautiful that's beautiful um there was that then a couple of my things like are kind of related to this just because very top of mind but um also it was a very big deal (laughs) yeah like it just it really all just happens really significant my prides are around this but they're all around like um still like 
things relating to it, but still relevant to other things. So um, another thing is that I feel like over the past year, like my relationship with my mom, always strong, always beautiful, but um, she just was super busy this last year, travel, getting sick, all this stuff. So it's been really cool to just like almost dream up these the next year and a half even if it's light with my mom and to feel so supported by her and like she keeps sending me um like little videos on Instagram and like everything is just coming from such a place of love um so I'm very grateful for that and yeah and then the other thing which also goes to show how much can happen within a year is a pride that a year ago one of our friends Liz sent me this video again without knowing any of this shit sent me this video on TikTok of like uh the bridesmaids walking down the aisle and like hugging the groom and I was like oh my god that's so beautiful and I remember thinking in that moment I wish my friends had this type of relationship with Chris nothing was wrong but I'm like they never get to see him they never get to hang out with him like he's always working um and that because of how much I love my people and how much care I put into my relationships like it's so important to me that my people have a relationship with my people, um, at least to a degree. And mm-hmm. I think for a while, I was like, man, I don't know if we're ever going to get there. And it's so crazy that just over the past year, I do feel him so much more connected to my friends. And that just means so much to me. Like, I, I always wanted to feel like when and if that time comes, um, like, I genuinely want people to feel happy for us, not just what they hear about our relationship. Like, I want them to know what I mean, not just like, because I tell them, but because they see it. And it, it feels really cool that I finally feel like so much closer to that. Um, obviously, different degrees, depending on my friendships, because like, people live everywhere, <laughs> or like, um, it's just different. So that's really cool. And that makes me really happy. Um, and then my pickle, my pickle is that I kind of mentioned it before, just about like dimming your light without like people even asking you to. Um, it's just something that I want to be aware of going into this next year, especially with my word that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and especially because I feel like I do give a lot of myself to other things and people and situations and jobs. And I feel like that this next step for me and Chris and for me too is just like, I don't know, like it feels like something where I'm like, wow, like it feels like our our time. And I don't even really know what I mean by that. But I'm just like, this isn't the time to like, to dim yourself in any way. So um and I hope that I carry that moving forward. I just feel like in situations like when somebody tells you you got to make an announcement, like you can't really dim yourself. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be that would be a pickle. Okay, yeah. lovely. What about you? My pride is that I'm reunited with my baby today. Oh, I missed her so much. I was away from her for two and a half weeks. That's the longest I've ever been away oh, from her. It's crazy. Ugh, I missed her so much. I was so happy to pick her up, and she's so filthy. I'm like so happy. It's like ridiculous. It's probably that's probably why you need to keep the door open. She's probably like, "Mom, are you gonna leave?" Yeah, me? literally. I'm like, "No, um, no." I love her so much. I'm so happy to be reunited with her. Um, so that's like my number one pride. Um, also my pride is that I just had like a really, really fulfilling past two and a half weeks. I did a lot of traveling. Um, I saw my family, I saw Nathan's family, we went to the Caribbean, like it was just really fun 
super, super fun two weeks with a lot of great memories and experiences that I feel very, very grateful to have gotten to go on. Um, it really makes you like appreciate and like be like dig into gratitude for like the the ability to get to do that so that was like really amazing um and also I'm grateful to be home like at like you know both things like grateful to have gotten to do all that the past two weeks and it was amazing and I wouldn't have changed anything about it and then like also like grateful that like I I love my home and I'm happy to be home and like do what I do here yeah so those are all the prides. My pickle, though, is that I came home. We flew for 13 hours yesterday, which was fine. It's just long. Um, and I came home, got home at midnight on in uh, Pacific time. Um, and we started flying at noon Eastern time. <laughs> it's wow. like literally so long. Um but I came home at midnight. I turned on my bathroom sink and gushing water came over my entire bathroom. So my sink is leaking. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. That's not a a horror, horror. not a horror movie. That's not it. it is. A horror something. movie. Literally flew 13 hours went to wash my hands upon arriving home and the gushing sink everywhere so that's not fun and they and I called emergency maintenance and I did I called them at 8 a.m this morning and they have yet to come so apparently they don't care about emergencies no the emergency service is not available they're like nope not an emergency I'm like, it might be because, like, it might be leaking into the apartment under me, and then you're going to have to do, like, a lot of repairs. Yeah. So (sighs) you should probably come. But alas, they have not come, and I know that they go home at 5 o'clock, and it's past 5 o'clock, so. So they're not coming today. They ain't coming, apparently. Okay, so I'll call them again tomorrow. That's crazy. I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed for you. Thank you. It's okay. At At least it's just the bathroom. And it has, like, gotten less bad as the day has progressed. But, like, it obviously still needs to be fixed. Yeah, like, it's not just magically. It's not magically going to fix itself. So, yeah, so that's my pickle. And then um, that's it. That's my pickle. And I have a little cold, but that's okay. Oh, but, like, nothing, not a bad cold. No, just a little sniffler. Okay. A little sniff sniff. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need the higher you need indeed so that's the pride and the pickles and 
I think it's time to get into our New Year's portion. Let's do it. I kind of forgot how we do this. <laughs> Me too. I think we start with like sharing what our word of the year is and yeah. then um like and then take it from there <laughs> yeah no I think that's where that's what we do and then yeah. we do that okay great 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 so for anyone who doesn't know for the past three years we've done a new year's episode and every year and we've started doing it on birthdays now too but yes. we pick a word of the year and we've asked you guys to start thinking about this and we hope that you all pick a word of the year and the word of the year is just supposed to be kind of like a grounding force or an inspiration for your year ahead something that you wish to embody or wish to come back to throughout the year and it's meant not to be like oh i need to be like you know this or that it's just meant to be really for like inspiration and for grounding and for embodiment so um and we kind of pick our words I mean I don't know how you do it but I kind of do mine like based on actually that's interesting we haven't talked about that so before we share our words I want to know how you usually go about picking your word yeah well I think I honestly do weirdly like exactly what you say in terms of what I want to embody for the next year and I think that it's normally something that I don't feel like like I guess a goal of embodiment because it's something that I don't currently feel like I'm embodying fully um something that I want to strive towards and something that feels right so when you and I first started talking about word of the year I was like what the fuck is my word gonna be like I just couldn't like I couldn't think of one and then like as words were coming up and I don't know as I literally started thinking about it more once I did pick my word or once I came across my word I was like yeah that's it that's it and I was worried I wouldn't feel that way about a word which yeah. is weird there's so many words in the world <laughs> yeah but I You're just like so- how can I possibly pick one word it feels like sometimes yeah and and also one that like really will feel aligned to just like what what I want to embody for the next year. Again, not because it's supposed to be for the full year, but I'm like, what is really like, what is this next level me? What is it that I want to channel? What is it that I want to come back to? Like, it just feels like a, it's so simple, but it feels like a big decision to like Mm -hmm. kind of define your whole year to an extent um, in terms of like a goal that you have with that. So that's kind of what I think about. And then I really just wanted it to feel right Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of pressure because you can't really measure what feels right. It's just really a feeling. Um, but I did feel that. So I'm happy about it. Yay. Yeah, I I concur. Um, I try to, with my word of the year, because we started doing this like when we started the podcast. And I just love it because I really do feel like it's just kind of like an inspirational thing. Yeah. Um, whereas like sometimes go and I and it, of course I love goals and like strategies on how you're going to reach your goals. Like that's all very important. Um, but that's like, not as like, it's not, not always as like exciting or inspiring. And I feel like just having like something when you're feeling like lost or down or, you know, struggling, like just some one little thing to hang on to, like a mantra Mm -hmm. is like really nice. And I feel like it kind of is like a month. That's the word, like a mantra for the year. Yeah. 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 Um, and I really love that. So, so what I do in terms of picking my word is once we start to like get around the time where we're like, Oh, got to start thinking about our words. I try to just like kind of take stock of the things that like present themselves to me and the words that I'm kind of hearing or seeing Mm -hmm. pop up around me. Cause you know, I believe that like the universe like tells you things if you listen. And so 
I try to kind of just listen and like be aware of like words that I keep seeing over and over again that I might not have like record like not recognized but like paid attention to paid attention to before or like things that keep showing up um and then like through that kind of like bundle of things feel out what feels like right and and aligned with like my practical goals for the year yeah yeah for sure all right what's yours bud my word for 2023 is limitless oh i love it what was yours last year um it was unstoppable oh yes um and i feel like limitless just felt very aligned for the next year i think i actually similarly kept like just coming across it in different ways where i was like wait can this be a word like not that i didn't think it could be but i feel like it's not one that i necessarily heard people i know or i don't know i i just hadn't seen other people necessarily pick before Mm -hmm. and i think that my word for 22 unstoppable just felt really like i don't know powerful Mm -hmm. and i didn't feel like aligned to that throughout the whole year not that I didn't want to but I just Mm -hmm. didn't feel like I was embodying that for most of the year so I think I almost had like hesitation picking a word because I'm like oh I really want to feel that Mm. but little statements that I kept saying kind of I don't know kind of led me there too because I when even when I was identifying like what I who I want to show up as how I want to feel or maybe how I don't is I notice like a pattern and sometimes it's almost like I want to believe or feel like I'm unstoppable, but I almost place these like standards or limits on myself and how far I can go based on maybe what I think other people expect I should be doing, or maybe what I expect of myself or fear of failing, whatever it is. So just really, really um, digging into this belief that like with time and patience and effort, um, I can achieve anything. Beautiful. And I love that limitless. It feels very like, expansive and open like it does and and open to fluidity in a way like when I think of that word I also think of like fluidness whereas I think unstoppable for some reason feels a little more rigid for sure do you know what I mean I do I do and I think that that's how I felt too is like I'm like oh well if I'm not this like fucking hard ass all year long then I'm not being unstoppable but limitless does feel expansive almost like it's just continuing to reach new heights and not setting I keep saying limits because it's related it's on boundaries but like not shrinking my potential to myself to the world to others shedding those expectations so I think that that really feels like the next step above kind of what my word was for 2021 that I really feel like I embodied um with unapologetic like it just feels like owning my shit owning my Mm -hmm. truth owning who I am and where I am and then also not shrinking that dimming yeah. that limiting it Ooh, that? I love it I love so it glad. okay my word it's funny because I picked my word because I'm actually a bit afraid of my word okay um the word that I thought I was gonna pick was courageous okay but that courageous actually feels kind of comfortable And I felt like I wanted something more charged. Um, And I am totally afraid of my word. But my word for the year is defiant. Ooh. And I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand with courageous. Um, But it is like a more charged kind of word. And I'm picking defiant because I want to be, in terms of like, we were talking about like dimming. Like, I feel like I 
have been like, I feel like I played kind of small the past year. And I feel like I really want to be defiant against my own limits that I have put on myself and the limits that like my industry puts on me, society puts on me. And I really want to like walk to the beat of my own drum in all of those facets and be defiant against all those limits, even when I feel really scared to do it and I'm going to feel scared to do it. Um, but, and that's where the courageous came in, but like courageous just didn't feel like oof enough and defiant feels more like you can break those limitations. You don't have to do things like the right way or the nice way, or like the not rubbing anyone the wrong way, way, or cause I'm very worried about that all the time about like, you know, I want people to think I'm like respectful and I don't want to rub anyone mm-hmm. the wrong way. And I don't want to ask for too much and like blah, blah, blah. And I just need to like cut all that bullshit. Cause it's not working for me. And like, I need to be fucking defiant. And I also want to be defiant against my own anxieties and the limitations that like I put on myself. So there we go. I love it. I well, think I love it for so many And I'm reasons. scared of it, but I think that that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. And I think that that's the point. And I am too, honestly, for my, for my word and for your word. Mm-hmm. and then I'll say what I think is cool um but I think that that that's that is the point and also because it's like something that you that you aren't like we don't feel like we're doing now and I also feel like I played I don't I don't know if I want to say played small because but played smaller than I could have this past yeah, year yeah exactly same yeah yeah and I think that there's like, we could dwell on that, all the things, but there's no need. So I feel like being aware of it, taking inventory on that and kind of using that to inform how we want to feel and live out this year is huge. And I also think it's so crazy sometimes that like we're living two totally different lives and in totally different like coasts and totally different jobs and schedules and everything like that. But we keep coming back to, which is why I'm like, there's some good shit in the air right now because exactly like everything that you're saying, we're just in such a similar place, like mentally and emotionally about like little things that like obstacles that we're running into, which is with like, I don't even want to say it's necessarily people pleasing, but with dimming, with limiting, with like Mm -hmm. just being careful about the Mm -hmm. way that we execute with being scared to offend someone. um, And again, it's not like we're shifting. It's not like, okay. It's not like we're not acting at all, but it's like, we're kind of like watering down slightly out of yes, like yes. what the reaction might be. Yeah. When I think we both need to like em- embrace this boldness that is like here and like yes. ready to shine, you know? Well, so it's just crazy. actually more authentic. Yes, it is. Because I think it's, it's kind of, I don't know. I think that like your, your real people or maybe, I don't know, people who are just attuned to energy, like they know, like there's more in you and it, mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, I think it's crazy that we're in such a similar wavelength when it's it's coming up in very different areas yeah. of our lives. But like, we both feel this, like there's something that I feel like I can feel with my fingertips. Wait, I literally yet. feel like that too. I feel like I keep wanting to be like, reach. Yes, and I feel it. We've said it so much about the next year, about like all these things and something good is coming because we've mentioned it way too many times not right. to. But I do feel like it, is going to take us meeting it there. Yes. You know, well, that's what I think is the boundary between where we are and whatever the fuck that is, because that's kind of weird that I don't even know what that would be like, but I, yeah. I think it's going to take getting uncomfortable acting in ways that we haven't before. I think I actually literally shared something today where it was like old locks, no, or old, old locks won't open 
new doors. I don't know, something like that. Like basically our old ways of being won't unlock these new opportunities. Not that there's anything wrong with the way that we were or are, but just like there's this level above that. Yes. That will unlock so much more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm starting to, well, I'm wanting to like let go a lot of a lot of those old ways. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've necessarily like done that yet, but that's uh-huh. why those words are like aspirational for that and a mantra that like I'm going to come back to so that it will project me through that despite a lot of like fear and uncomfortableness. Like there's going to be, yeah. I feel like a being defiant for me is going to feel really uncomfortable. Like, and I've already felt that in little bits of like little defiant things I feel like I've done over the past couple of weeks. But like, I know it's going to feel fucking awful a lot of the time because mm-hmm. anything uncomfortable feels mm-hmm. bad and we don't want to do it. And our natural instinct is to go back to the comfortable place. Like that's our human instinct. But I also know that like on the other side of uncomfortability is growth and like that's why I'm, we got to like hold on to it and push through. We do. We do. And I think for the first time, I don't know about you, but I think that like for the first time in a while, I believe more than not that like I will get there somehow. I'm not saying it's going to be easy or that like I'll want to align with that 100% of the time. But I think that like I used to more like more of me used to think like, oh, you won't get there. You're going to fail or that's not going to work. Like something like that, more of like my inner self, I think was making comments like that. But now, even if I don't see the end, like picture goals super clearly, I finally believe more that like, I can do that. I I can, I don't know how to describe it. It's funny because I actually kind of feel the opposite in that I know that I am closer to all of the things that I've wanted in my life than ever before, Mm -hmm. but I feel more afraid of failure and more like thoughts going towards like, you could fail, you might fail, this might fail, like than ever before. I feel like I kind of used to have like a lot of like blind faith and I do in a lot of ways but more than ever before even though I'm closer to my goals than ever before I feel the fear of failure yeah way more than I've ever felt it before in my life and I don't think that that's a bad thing at all I think that the only reason because to be honest I don't think that I've had blind faith most of the time because I think I was more inclined to like well you don't know so you don't know I think the only reason why I feel probably more confident now is because I think that as I as we started talking about our words for this year when I was like dude you are not aligning with unstoppable I think that I made it my like mission to end the year feeling unstoppable so I feel like I gave myself like a slight head start on Mm. this time so I think that I feel I feel like I've garnered evidence so I don't think I'm doing it blindly I've garnered <laughs> evidence of like, oh, you you have kept your word in these ways so you can continue to. But I don't think I I don't think that if you asked me in November that I would say that. I think just mm. now because I've kind of built a little bit of confidence in that area that I'm like, you can. You can because you have. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like also sometimes when we do like hit like that wall, kind of like I felt like I'm st- like hit in a way of like this fear is when you need to kind of like 
push through the most because usually yeah. on the other side of that too like usually when you're closer to like things is like when you start to feel like the more fear yeah. about them um that- so but yeah it's 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 a weird feeling for me to feel more fear about things than I have like in years past yeah definitely and I, and I know that feeling so honestly I feel like I, I felt it for a majority of last year and obviously I still feel it but it's I don't know it's just different but I think I let myself sit in that place of, to be honest, of like fearing failure so deeply that I honestly didn't act much last year on like a couple of the goals that were important to me. Like I really was so uncomfortable with the idea of failing or falling, or I just wasn't able to let go of like disappointment that I hadn't been there yet. I clung to it so tightly mm. that I didn't act at all. So I think that I also have kind of like evidence about what inaction does for me and how it didn't really work Mm -hmm. so I think that that's part of it too yeah I feel like I have evidence of that too like that's why I'm like that's not working right so like now you better be fucking defiant against it because like that other shit ain't working out didn't work right yeah I feel that and like that's okay and like I saw like a couple people you know posting about like you know if you're reflecting on new year's and you feel like you haven't you know we have a negative bias and like we could have accomplished amazing a lot of things this year. And like I did, I got, I had so many amazing accomplishments this year, but of course my brain goes to all the things that I didn't accomplish. And like, it's so easy to like, let yourself get caught up in that, but it's way better to just be like, all right, maybe there's some things that didn't work out. I can learn from that. And like, I can use it now to project me forward because you never really fail you you win or you learn so exactly and I think that this it sounds like it was this way for you as well since you're obviously still actively pursuing all of the things that matter to you um but I think that it's really easy to get caught up and sometimes you don't even realize how much time we waste like I honestly spent a good fucking chunk of 2022 just being like fuck like I'm not I'm not here and it's weird because I think we almost don't even always realize that we're doing that like we've had so many deep conversations and I don't feel like I was super conscious of what I was doing because we have such a tendency to like go towards avoidance to an extent so I wasn't even like letting myself process that I'm like Brenda you are acting in all these ways but you are not acting in this area that actually means a lot to the way that you see yourself Mm. so yeah. Yeah. But I think that the longer that we spend on either not acting, even if it's uncomfortable or on not letting go of like the reality, like I think that if I were to have multiple umbrellas to my words <laughs> for the years, like letting go, it's so difficult. And I'm like the amount of energy and emotion that I waste on mm. like, just like letting go of shame. Like for those of you that listen to our Enneagram episode or honestly, even human designs, like both Julia and myself carry shame on such a distinct level. Um, and I know that I do in the sense of letting go, like it's so difficult for me to, to let go of things. So anyway, with that, it's like the sooner that we let go, the sooner that we learn from and move forward, the sooner that we can actually hop on the happy train. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I feel like letting go is definitely a part of being limitless for sure. Yeah. Like I said, it's like, it feels like a very expansive, fluid word. Yeah. And I don't think we need to, yeah. And I don't think we need to make excuses either. Like, I think that I was like, so I'm like, you're making excuses for yourself. Like, that's not fair. But I think that it's like, we can learn from those things. 
because I now understand now looking at, you know, on January 4th today, like now I understand what I needed to learn from those moments. It probably didn't need to last as long as it did. Right. Sure. Yep. Can't, (laughs) can't waste uh, more energy on why we stayed there. Now you just learn and you grow from it. Exactly. Oh, lovely. Well, I hope everyone has picked their words. I would really love to hear everyone's words. So we'll put a poll up on Thursday when you're listening to this episode, when this episode comes out so that everyone can share their words of the year and yeah, let it just be something inspirational, aspirational, grounding, a mantra for you to come back to this year. And um, I hope everyone picks some good ones. I can't wait to hear everybody's. Yes. I love to see what people pick. Like, cause I it's love so, it it's so personal. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's so fun, but we love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Um, if you maybe caught up on some episodes over the past couple of weeks and you want to share them with people that you love, please do. <laughs> um, but we love you so, so much. Thank you for being here. And we can't wait to hear your words. We can't wait. Happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.